everybody, and welcome to the Pour Over Podcast, where we seek to share the table with storytellers and seekers alike, hopefully and almost certainly over a great cup of coffee, where we seek to help you flourish and want to see you flourish in your mental health journey. We're your hosts, Jonathan Coggins. And I'm Kyle Ridgely, and I hope that this is a space that is safe and inclusive for all. Welcome to the table. Hello, friends, and welcome to another episode of the Pour Over Podcast. As always, I'm your host, Jonathan Coggins, and I am joined by, as always, my other great host, Kyle Ridgely. What's up, guys? How you doing today, Kyle? I'm doing good. It's been a it's been a week last week, but hey, we're back on track and we're ready to start making podcasts. So. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. And uh, th- this week's going to be a little different. Um, we've we followed a very specific track with our first three episodes and so we're going to take a little pause on this episode and do like some just reflecting um have a conversation about what we both have picked up and learned and kind of maybe expound on some other things Uh, and like i said this may be something that we we throw in there every once in a while i don't know like coffee moments um coffee time with kyle and jonathan something like that mm, you know coffee yeah. combos with kyle and jonathan mm. we'll figure that part i'm out down with later. that yeah as long yeah. as you make the coffee because um... i will make the coffee <laughs> i will definitely make the coffee we actually don't have coffee tonight because it's nine o'clock at night and we have to go to work tomorrow but you could just say why not you uh, know <laughs> yeah yeah Maybe next time. Maybe next time. Before we jump into some reflecting and thinking about our past three great guests that we've had um, and and some things that we've learned and um, just some things that have connected to our own journey. Um, Speaking of coffee, just to to kind of share a a funny story uh, for the beginning of this that involves coffee... And it involves Mr. Kyle over here too. So we had we had a friend that we went to college with that went to Indonesia. That's where it is. And if you don't know, in Indonesia there are these cat type creatures. The poop coffee. Is yes. that what you're about to talk yes. about? Yes. There, there is the these cat type creatures that will eat the coffee cherry. They will poop out this coffee <laughs> cherry, <laughs> and then the people that you know produce the coffee there and stuff like that. They they will go and peel this cat pooped coffee cherry and get the bean out, the green bean. Sounds out of so the good, cherry. doesn't it, guys? Sounds so great. And then they'll it'll go through the whole production process, and then shipped and then roasted or roasted there etc but people drink this coffee it's called kopi luau coffee and i cannot get kyle 
Mm-mm. Ever did, did you ever take a sip of that coffee? Nope. He would not. I it's, tried. It's, it's I the tried. principle of the thing. <laughs> I mean, principle. it's it, you explain this whole process where it's covered when it comes out, but the idea of something I'm putting into my <laughs> mouth and into my stomach after it's been pooped out is just I couldn't get past that whole process. I don't care if it the bean was covered and then they took it off and then it's just the whole idea of being digested and then you know, it may be a delicacy. I mean, I don't I, you know, if somebody likes that that's great, but it just for me it was just thinking about that whole process was not not something I want to go, mm, this is a great cup of coffee. Mmm, minty or whatever a number oh, of things that's funny. you want to think about. But uh they seem to love it and I kudos to them and they can drink it, but I just could not get past that idea, you know. So but kudos to people who can who can push through and you know You don't you don't want poop coffee first thing in the morning. Mm mm. Mm No. I'm fine. <laughs> oh my gosh. Yeah. Funny coffee story mm. from this reflective coffee combo mm. episode. Mm. This one better be good because, you know, we started <laughs> with that one. So. <laughs> oh man. All right. So diving into, you know, some reflection and like looking back on the guests that we've had, some things that, um, we've talked about and it, it's really been in this this vein in this mode of uh, religious trauma um resisting um empire that is you know what what the american church has built it's specifically built that um oppresses and causes harm and trauma resisting those things um we we talked about deconstruction um, a little bit with um, our first guest. I'm drawing a blank on his name. I, w- I will come back to it because I'll remember it. And then after that, um, a little bit of deconstruction with Tim from New Evangelicals. And so we just want to reflect on that and kind of what we picked up from that, what we've learned from that, what we can expound on um, from that. And... It, the the first thing I really kind of want to reflect on and, you know, hear your thoughts, Kyle, is um, our last episode. It, it really stuck with me when Ryan was talking about what does is, what is resisting empire look like to him? We mm-hmm. asked him that question, and he said resisting empire looks, to him, looks like caring for victims caring for people that has been harmed by Hmm. the empires of the church and that have trauma basically to to me that says i'm i'm saying no to the status quo of this protecting the system i'm gonna i'm gonna resist that and i'm gonna protect and care for this person you know um what what to you kyle when you think of the idea of resisting empire when it comes to the church and this can even apply to you know non-religious context right like Mm. 
you know, systems and structures just in America that hmm. harm people and traumatize people. What is, you know, what is resisting empire? What do you think about when you, when you hear that? Yeah, well, I mean, it means a lot of different things in a lot of contexts, but in, it's in the same vein. And um, what I see when I think of empire, I think of, I think of, you know, just the, the idea that there's not a normal uh that empire tries to say this is what is acceptable this is what is appropriate to be a part of this group of people or this 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 particular set of people or values or systems and that this dictates whether or not you function in a society you know that whether, this is whether you're in or out whether you're in or out assimilate yeah. the word we would use would be assimilate i have to assimilate to this idea and i could i could literally have to get rid of my culture my values my systems of thinking in order to join in and what this other group says that is the majority in their their viewpoint but we know that they're are so many cultures, so many values, so many different lived experiences that that to me just crushes people in a sense. They have to let go of everything to the point of they don't have a say. They don't have a voice. At the end of the day, there's nothing left. And so we see it throughout all of, you know, our particular culture and when we talk about the idea of neocolonialism which is exists every day in a lot of systems that we see with throughout our, our our country and systems that have been around for a while that this is what you have to be this is what you have to assimilate to or with in order to be able to get the things that we think we think is appropriate like this is what it looks like to live a normal life you know yeah man you just made me think of something um when you were um, just expounding on that, uh, the idea of assimilation and then, you know, colonizing people. Mm-hmm. And if you if you look at the history of America and, um, you know, the foundations and especially with indigenous people, it, it was not only an assimilation, but it was an erasure. Mm-hmm. Like... Mm-hmm. We're gonna. There, there's an erasure of your culture. Mm-hmm. There's an erasure of your personhood. Mm-hmm. There's an erasure of who you are. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. kind of expounding on that idea of resisting empires, caring for victims, caring for mm-hmm. people. It's also saying that I'm not gonna let you be erased. Mm-hmm. You know, I am going to see you over this this system or this process or this organization that you came out of like they don't see you they mm-hmm. tried to make you assimilate they tried there, there was some erasure of who you are mm-hmm. that tried to happen and so when when i'm over here resisting that i'm saying i see you mm-hmm. i see everything i see that that hurt that pain that that culture mm-hmm. that was marginalized that um the story that story, that um, sexual identity that was not welcome, you know, mm-hmm. all those kind of things, you know, and, and saying, I see you as a person, I'm not going to let you be erased. Um, yeah, I think that that's another 
I mean, great piece about that, saying mm-hmm. we see you. Mm-hmm. You know, we're not going to let you be erased. Um, any other thoughts on that? Mm. Cool, cool. I think that's good stuff, and you know, some stuff that to chew on to think about as as we walk alongside people. You know, and um, we care for people, um, and just keeping that in the forefront of our mind is always seeing people and person centered. You know, mm-hmm. as an individual person, that nobody is the same. There's no same culture. There's no same seeing people for who they are at that moment. Mm-hmm. You know. Um, next thing I, you know, kind of want to reflect on um, that it was in uh, the episode with Tim, um, New Evangelicals, talking, uh, you know, his own story and journey of. Uh, walking through evangelicalism and his own mental health struggles and him being able to share that story and um, and then walking through some deconstruction and when he was talking about you know not letting anger overtake you like needing needing some sort of release hmm. you know like some sort of pressure release um but also living in that tension of it's okay to be angry. Like, give mm-hmm. yourself space to be angry, mm-hmm. you know. Um, and the, you know, I asked him, I was like, what are, what is, what does that release look like for you, you know? And I think, and, I, you know, specifically said, like, a lot of times in therapy, like his his therapist gives him gives him room just to say fuck, like you know, mm-hmm. like, um, and I think that's great, mm-hmm. like giving space to let let that emotion go, like mm-hmm. we need that, mm-hmm. and it just made me think, like, as far as emotions and leaving leaving a room and leaving space for those emotions, anger, um, grief, whatever it may be, um. Becoming creative in, like, the ways that we have the space Mm. for those things. And I don't know. I I just think if we can become creative in giving ourselves space, then that would lead to those, those healthy ways of emoting. You know, kind mm. of that release like Tim was talking about. I'm not sure what that looks like, but it was just a thought I had. You know, like, how do we become creative with that space for mm. those emotions? Mm. You know? Mm. Um, I don't know. What do you think? Yeah. I mean, well, there is something to be said about going outside of the norm and the status quo. There's always something on the edge that brings you to this place of creativity and how when you're able to think outside of the box and you're able to see other people and other voices and experiences you have more to choose from in a sense right. like you have more to see and do and overall just well-being of life like living life in a healthy way that celebrates all people the dignity and the humanity that every person has 
you know, no matter where they come from or no matter what they believe or who they are or number of things, you know, it's that dignity and worth of each person and being able to step out and say, there's so much more than just this. You know, there's so much more that we can celebrate and that we can, we can do with others. You know, we may not understand everyone's viewpoint. We may not understand culturally, but we can, and we can join in what they're doing and we can say, wow, like I've never experienced this before. And it's great. It's a great group of people and a number of things like entering in. We've had one uh, podcast before in earlier seasons where we're like entering into someone's uh, social location being in that and having the honor to, to to be able to hear that and be in that space with somebody. I think that that just breeds more view, viewpoints and, you know, cultivates creative spirit, you know? Yeah. Yeah, for sure. I think that's, that's good. I think that's, that's a good piece of it. Like the, the entering into somebody's social location where they are and learning from those social locations. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, where people are fixated in, in whatever they may be walking through or dealing with, like they're they're in a different social location than than I am. Mm-hmm. Like how how are they walking through this? Mm-hmm. What is maybe is something that that I haven't picked up? Maybe they're dealing with grief, mm-hmm. and I, I see how they are very differently processing that grief and that emotion. Maybe this will work for me. Maybe I can try this mm-hmm. in my own journey if mm-hmm. I experience grief. Mm-hmm. You know, I think that's good. Learning from other people's social locations, mm-hmm. like how they, you know, leave space for those emotions, how they process those emotions. Mm-hmm. Um, I think I think that's really good. Um, yeah, and just learning from humans in general is just fascinating. Mm-hmm. Like it's it's fun. It's it's a journey. Like um, because. Like we just said, we're we're not all the same, and we don't all emote the same, mm-hmm. you know. Um, so that's good. Uh, learning learning from each other, like being being a student mm-hmm. of other people, mm-hmm. you know. Mm-hmm. Um, and I, I think that also going into it like that, something else that Tim mentioned was um, who who's in control of other people's healing. Mm-hmm. You know, nobody should be. Mm-hmm. But if we go into the mindset of, I'm going to be a student of this person. Mm-hmm. I'm going to be a helper and a student. This person can probably teach me something, mm-hmm. you know, instead of me needing to dictate this timeline of, you know, their healing or their journey. Why don't I, why don't I just be a helper and then sit back and, maybe I can learn something from mm-hmm. this journey, mm-hmm. you know, yeah. instead of trying to lead and dictate this journey. Yeah. Well, I think that we all, in our cultural context, we think of, you know, we think of life as being linear. You know, we go up and up and up and up and it's just up and up from there. But reality is we see when we actually live life, we see that it's not the, if I do this or I get this or I get that, I'm just going to keep going up and up and up and up and it's going to get better and better and better. And reality is that we, once we live life, we realize that it's a roller coaster. It's back and forth, up, down, all over the place. But in that story, there, there is something to be said about the experiences and stories that are found in that, that space, you know? And so I think that that's, that's reality, you know, and being in that person's space and learning from that person and 
wow, you know, how much they went through, but yet they they have something to say. You know, they have a voice. They have something to say. There, there's worth there. There is worth in that story. And so how, how you know, they can teach me something, you know, and uh, I can grow from that. You know, that's kind of, that's great. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Any, anything you want to expound on? Anything you can think of that, you know, kind of hit you in this, these past three episodes? Yeah, I, I think the most recent episode we had was uh, the last point of that episode was uh, trusting your body when things. Oh yeah, when there's warning, whatever number of things you want to call it, red flags, you know, bells, you know, warning sirens going off. Just being able to say, I can, I can trust that. Hey, something's not right, and I don't have to be in this space, or I don't have to be. In this situation, I don't have to put myself in the situation, trusting your body telling you that something's wrong, you know, and I think there's something to be said about, you know, that because we're, you know, at least the cultural context that we were a part of, religious context, we were always told not to trust anything, not to trust anything that we have internally, you know, not not to trust those things. And that that's hard because you, you turn those off for so long and once they come back, they... <laughs> we don't know how to handle them, you know, and it's like just being able to say, okay, these are these are good things that help me set boundaries. These are good things that help me protect, you know, myself and 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 things like that. And so I think that's a just it stuck out to me. One of the points that I think really stuck out to me is just being able to say, hey, I have permission to trust what my body is saying to me when there's something not right, you know. Yeah, yeah, like, um, you know, and and Ryan you know, mentioned it on that point that, you know, our bodies want to speak to us, mm-hmm. like, and we should listen, mm-hmm. you know, because our bodies were created to speak to us, you know, but like you said, for for many of us, we've been taught that don't listen to mm-hmm. your body or don't listen to your heart or your mind because ultimately it is ultimately deceitful and you know an an enemy of god and like all these kind of things mm-hmm. but the way that this god has designed us actually says contrary that we can trust our bodies mm-hmm. <laughs> you know mm-hmm. because of the way he's designed us for our bodies mm-hmm. to tell us things to speak to us and we should listen to fear right flight and to respond to those things to to protect ourselves and to to know when something's dangerous and that's just a normal biological response to those things you know yeah yeah all right last thing um and we'll uh we'll wrap up this um like i said this something we just uh wanted to to do kind of playing with might throw these in every once once in a while um so last thing and it it kind of goes in line with kind of goes in line with that that piece of you know trusting our bodies and and things things that we're taught not to do a lot of us and this is something that i'm surprised that um Ryan on the first episode. That was his name. 
Yes, I got it. Um, anyway, it just came to me. It just came to me. We had we had Brian, Brian. They rhyme. That's it. Brian Peck. All right. I'm glad I remembered. Mm. <laughs> a Brian and a Ryan. I got them mixed up. Mm. Um, anyways, um, something that that I was. I was kind of surprised that that Brian didn't hit on um, in that episode um, that I I thought about is the idea of which which is this is in this the same vein of like, you know, religious trauma and, um, you know, just just really harmful things that the Empire has taught a lot of us, the idea of spiritual bypassing. You know, and you see it a lot. I see it a lot. You know, the toxic positivity, spiritual bypassing, this idea that we can't, we can't simply just sit in, in the hurt, in the frustration. We can't wrestle with our trauma instead a lot of the times it's this idea of well i went through this but it doesn't define me god defines me mm-hmm. you know mm-hmm. this idea that we're we're just going to bypass through healing from mm-hmm. that stuff mm-hmm. and we're just going to say i'm just going i'm just going to put on a happy face like um this doesn't define me god does and like we're we're those things are true, right? Like, but, but we we can't bypass. We can't bypass dealing with whatever traumas we have in our life. We can't bypass dealing with whatever hurt or abuse that we've experienced. We can't bypass any of, but, but a lot of us have been taught that. We've been taught to have this kind of, if God is for me, who shall be against me kind of, you know, mentality about life. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. And, well, I think there's something, you know, to be said about when you're sitting with someone who is hurting, who is going through a hard time. Something that can be so simple yet so powerful is acknowledging, just like I believe you. You know, like that 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 was hard, and you you sound angry. You know, like it may for that be frustrating you know like acknowledging like what people told them that oh they're not they're not supposed to feel that or they're not supposed they're why are you feeling that way there's nothing like that's going on why are you feeling that way it's like people i want to want to have someone sit with me and say i hear what you're going through and it's rough you know and acknowledging is just so powerful you know and using reflective listening you know being with that person and sitting in that in that space and not giving excuses or not, you know, you know what I'm saying? Like, not what you were saying is like, you know, not saying, oh, well, this or that or these other positive things that positivity is great. And, you know, affirmations are great, you know, and things like that. But just at first acknowledging what they right. are going through. And, and that's what I'm saying. Those, those things may be right and true mm-hmm. and good, mm-hmm. but we... We need that. We need that affirmation of "I hear you, I believe you." Mm-hmm. That was hard. Like, instead of like I said, this this spiritual bypassing. Like, 
well, I have some trauma, but this doesn't define me. Like, only God defines me. And so, like, therefore, I'm going to make it through. No, you have some trauma, and it's okay to admit that and go get some help for that, get healing for that, Mm. you know, instead of, like I said, this toxic positivity and bypassing taking care of any of that when when ultimately most likely somewhere later on down the road um you're gonna have to cut off and cauterize that wound because it's going to get so just infected and immersed in so many ways in your life and like it's just not going to be healthy like that spiritual bypassing is not healthy it's damaging you know Um, because people need to be allowed to have the space to say hey i have some trauma in my life people need space to admit that and and get the help they need for that right you know so yeah just just another thing that that I thought of, I thought we could have a quick chat about um, that, you know, and especially for some of our listeners, just to encourage them, like, um, you know, we're not telling you what to do, but, you know, I just hope that that's, that's not something that you are doing and that, that you have the space to um, get whatever help you need um, because that's, we want that for you, right? Um, so, yeah. Any other thoughts before we close out? Yeah, I think I think that was really good. It was a really broad overview of kind of the last couple of episodes and uh, this new, you know, kind of journey that we are on that we set in our first episode, which was this journey of evolving into something that we feel like it's been building for a long time. And I feel like it's it's the beginning of more of that, sharing that story of how we've, grown and things like that for sure yeah yeah and like i said i I think we'll we'll probably throw one of these in every now and again you know kind of three or four episodes then do a little you know reflecting on the last three or four and like next time we'll have we'll have some coffee and we'll we'll tell you what kind it is and all that so it's actually coffee combo mm. hour hour with Kyle and Jonathan. Just not the poop coffee. Yeah, just not the poop just coffee. not the poop coffee. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um also um if you don't know, we do have an Instagram and I am thinking about possibly doing um another giveaway soon. Haven't done one in a while. Um maybe a free bag of coffee and a book. So um, if you're not following us on Instagram, make sure you give us a follow. Um, stay up to date uh, when that giveaway does come around, um, so you can enter that and try to win a free bag of coffee and a book. So, all right, guys. Well, thanks for always listening in to um, our little show on um, our corner of the internet. Here, we we always appreciate it. It would. Um, seriously help if you guys enjoy this this show the poor podcast if you would leave us a review um, and, and share it on your social medias with your family and I, I i just pick up these quirky things that just 
you know, become these continuous things I say, and always with your pets, just share it with everybody, you know. Um, and we will catch you guys on the next episode of the Pour Over Podcast. Peace. Bye.